Well, welcome back to the Valley Hoops Insider Podcast, part of the Valley Hoops Insider website. I'm Harry Schrader, editor of the site, host of the show, and we have as our privilege today to have the outstanding guard from the University of Northern Iowa, Nate Heisey, is with us today. They come off a nice win last night, 83-72, and uh, big to get wins in the middle of the season, Nate, and you guys are on a pretty good run. Yeah, for sure, especially back-to-back road wins, and then going back to the one before that at Missouri State, we've won three road games in a row, and that's, like you said, it's really hard to win games in the Valley anytime. so it was good to get those couple wins. Uh, you had a great game. We'll talk about your game in a minute. The victory was Ben Jacobson's 187th, 187th win in Valley play, tying him for the le- with the uh, legendary Henry Iba for most Valley wins in a career. Do you guys pay attention to that kind of stuff? And were you happy for Jake last night? Yeah. I, I was talking to Bowen earlier yesterday and that's when I found out about it. Um, so he obviously isn't one to bring it up or anything like that. So he's a really humble guy. So, um, yeah, definitely super happy for him and all that he's done at UNI. He's obviously a legend and, um, he's been a great coach and I love playing for him. What what makes him tick? I mean, I've just got such huge respect for Ben Jacobson, and and we've obviously watched him, you know, do great things. What makes him tick? Why is he so successful? Um, yeah, I mean, he's been doing it for so long here that I think he's kind of figured out how to approach different people in different ways, and everybody kind of needs to be coached in different ways. And the way he kind of combines um, being hard on guys and making it fun at the same time. He's really good at that. And um, he's hired some really good coaches, Coach Tut, Coach uh, G, Coach PJ, that they're all they're all great coaches. And together they're great, great what, staff. And, um, yeah. What's it like to have Austin Fife as a uh, grad assistant coach, whatever his role is? That's got to be a little different. Yeah, it's a little different. Um, the dynamic is a little different since he's obviously not in a teammate role. He's in – more of a, you know, coaching role, but, you know, you still have the same conversations with him. You can still talk to him like he's one of your teammates, and that has not changed. But it's good that he's able to, you know, find a role within the staff that he enjoys and that he can, you know, work on uh, getting higher roles after that. Uh, your third double-double of the season last night, uh, 20 points, 10 rebounds, 8 assists. Man, the TV people were going crazy. He's got to get two more assists so he can have a triple-double. Does that Are people even in your ear saying, hey, you're two away, you're two away? Uh, you have any no. notion of any of that? I mean, kind of a feel for the game. It feels like, man, a lot of rebounds are coming my way today. That's kind of what I was thinking last night. But, uh, no, obviously, that's all great, but... As long as we win, that's really what matters, and it's probably cliche to say, but you'd rather not get it and win than get it and lose. So, yeah. I hear that. Uh, You're having a great bounce-back season. What was it like to have to sit out a year ago watching your teammates do what they did? Yeah, it's definitely a pretty common question that I've got this past year, and um, it's weird to say, but I think it's been the year that I had the most growth in terms of more of a mindset towards basketball. And um, I feel like there was a lot of growth there from just realizing you're out for a year, you set out every practice, you can't even practice, like you can't even work on basketball because it's your it's your finger, which you need it for basketball in just about every aspect. So 
But as you mentioned, like watching the guys last year step up and guys who weren't expected to have as big a roles as they did, and then like guys like Michael Durack, Flannan Wolf, Trey Campbell, that's helped us significantly this year because they got a ton of experience last year. And it was obviously hard watching from the sideline because I don't want to play out there, but it was definitely beneficial. And it's got to feel great to be back out there and contributing. You're tied with Bowen for scoring leadership. You're right behind uh, Titan for the rebounding leadership. You're leading the team in assists. Obviously, you haven't missed anything. Uh, when I, I haven't seen you guys in person, but when I watch on TV, you look bigger and stronger. Am I accurate? Yeah, I'm obviously the same height. I haven't grown since uh, <laughs> in college. But, yeah, I'd say I came into college about one – a little bit over 190, and I'm probably over closer to a little bit over 200 now, so about 10 pounds. So, but it's weird because I've never noticed that. Obviously, a little bit, but that's been a big comment this year from people watching. Like, oh, you look a lot bigger than the last time I saw you. So, but I guess it hasn't been a whole year. So, yeah. tell me what's been different about this season. You guys struggled a little bit early on, and I don't want to overemphasize that. You had a couple of bad second halves when you guys were at the Bahamas, your record wasn't great, but you were just you had two overtime games or, or your sketch or your record looks dramatically different. But now all of a sudden you've won seven of eight. What, what has changed? What have you guys improved on as the season's gone forward? Yeah. Uh, the start of the year, we had a really tough schedule and a lot of those games, we should have like one possession games, games were up by five with, couple minutes to go that we should have closed out and um these last two games have felt different than any other games this year and i think the coaches and the teammates my teammates would agree that just the level of communication the level of trust trusting your teammate that they're going to do what they're supposed to has gone up significantly and at the beginning of the year there was a little bit of you know meshing and getting me me back jacob back uh jacob putts in the transfer and that all sorted out and then it feels like now we're in a spot where the roles have been established a little bit more, and at any given day, it could be it could be Bowen's night, it could be my night, it could be Titans' night, it could be anybody's night, and uh, offensively. And then the biggest step forward we've taken is defensively. And last year we were pretty poor defensively, and to start this year, we definitely could have done better. But the last two games, it felt like we've done significantly better in that area, and that's really going to be the challenge to continue that. I wondered about role establishment. Uh, you mentioned Michael Duax and Landon Wolf and some of those guys that played heavy minutes a year ago, and then uh, the addition of Hudson and and your return. It had to like mess with who plays where and when and who who has what role. And it looks like it has taken a minute, but it does look like you guys have settled in. Yeah, I'd agree, and I think that's one of the biggest challenges that that Coach Jake has is. A lot of guys who are deserving of playing and would play in almost anywhere in the league, guys like Land, like who would start at most places in the league, like Land and Michael. And uh, lately, it feels like it's been a little bit more established. But there are some games where the minutes could be zero and there could be twenty. So it's tough as a player to always not know what to expect. But I think Coach does a good job of keeping everybody ready. And um, yeah. Yeah, two games ago, Cole Henry had to come in and contribute significantly. Uh, the freshman Polk has had a couple of nice moments in, in, in recent days as well. And I guess if everybody else's roles are kind of established, those guys can jump in when needed. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that's probably the biggest emergence from this road trip was the way Cole played, the way Kyle played. And then 
Uh, Michael played great too, especially that Murray State game, and then Landon played well against Belmont. So, and then the guy that's often kind of floats under the radar is Trey Campbell, and he's had a phenomenal year so far, and I I know he's going to keep doing that too. Is it about the headband for him? Because that's a new look. I thought maybe once he started doing the headband, maybe he kind of broke out of his shell. Yeah, I think you might be onto something there. I might have to <laughs> suggest he keeps that. Um, you guys, uh, as I mentioned, you know, you've won seven of eight, and 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 you guys have some big wins: Stanford, Richmond, and and, and some other games. Uh, do players sit back and think about not sit back and not care, but do they ponder, kind of crunch the numbers to try to think about postseason play? Yeah, I mean that's obviously in the back of your mind always, especially as a mid major and how tricky it is to get an at large bid. But um, you get to the point where we are, where the start of the year could have gone better and you just realize that it's just game by game at this point and you just want to be playing good basketball by the by the time the tournament comes because you got to win that tournament. And uh, this league is very, as you know, is very good this year. Like one of the best leagues I've, best years that I've been a part of. So it's definitely going to be tricky, but these last two games, it feels like we're capable of beating anybody who we play. So that's always a good feeling. It's interesting to me to watch Bowen Bourne's uh, career. He comes into the league and he's like the freshman of the year and comes off the bench and all that. And then AJ was down and he had to be the star of the team, kind of the leading scorer kind of a guy. And then, and then AJ comes back and he becomes a sixth man. And, and, and then last year he had to be step up in large part because you weren't there. And, and now the two of you are side by side. He's, he's bounced around, but really performed at whatever role the coach Jacobson needed him. Yeah, for sure. And he's, he's capable of doing a lot of different things. And, uh, there has been some, you know, instances where I got hurt or Bowen got hurt. No, AJ got hurt. So he's had to step up and that's, that's especially tough as a freshman and, uh, his freshman year and last year, he was really the prime, one of the primary guys. And, um, the way he's able to, especially at his height, be able to create for himself, create for others. And, um, it's just, it's really, uh, it's really cool to see. You mentioned uh, the league being great. I mean, it, to me, I think the Missouri Valley is is in a, a great, great place right now. You guys have uh, the next two at home, SIU and, and Evansville. Then you have two on the road, Drake and Bradley. Uh, there, there might be a couple of teams near the bottom that people might think are easy, but there's not one easy game in the Missouri Valley Conference, is there? No, definitely not. And like you mentioned, the road games are – like the Drake and Bradley, looking forward to that. I mean, that, that'll be a lot of fun. And Bradley and Bradley's a very hard place to play. That's what I've learned. But also, everywhere is hard to play in the Valley. And like you've seen in the scores this year, um, there's been some upsets, and there's been some teams that are kind of leading up front. But like our team right now, it feels like we we have some of the most momentum in the league as well. I, I was talking to Ben last week, and and I mentioned to him the def, the the struggles you guys had defensively early um and i and i asked him what what are the key things and he said ah there's about three or four things you know but you guys have absolutely been better defensively i'd say the last six seven games uh what were some of those key things was it just the establishment of roles or were there other things that you guys had to square away yeah there's definitely more than that and a lot of it just stemmed back to he likes to say do your job and uh if you do your job then then it, everything's going to take care of itself because, and then the other thing is just trusting your teammates. If you get beat off the dribble, someone's going to be there to help you. And then 
you got to help make up for that person and that. And then one of the biggest things is just realizing we're not going to be a good team until we start playing defense. And that's kind of a kicking the, like you hear that and it's, you want to be a good team. So you got to play defense. And a big part of that came from, we had some really tough practices over break in the last, in the last month to kind of change our mindset. And I think our mentality was a part, we had to change our mentality too. It's a big, big thing. Talk about Jacob Hudson. I thought when you guys signed him, when Coach Jacobson landed him in the offseason, that was an important missing piece uh, that you guys had lacked since uh, Austin was out, not to knock any of your other post players, but he seems to just fit that role so well. Yeah, and I think that's the biggest part of recruiting, and um, obviously him as a transfer is just knowing what type of guy you're looking for and He's been a great fit with our offense. He's been a great fit with his leadership, and he's been a great fit with just his personality. And um, I've obviously known him from – I played AU with him for a year, so I know him pretty well, and I knew, like, when he was in the portal, I, the coaches asked me, hey, is this going to be a good fit for us? Is he going to – I was like, yeah, it'll be a perfect fit because what he brings, like you said, is a back-to-the-basket post that the other last year James Betts more of a – shooter and then Cole more of a passer so that back to the basket big like you mentioned is something that we needed and if you watch our games you know our offense really runs through our five man so um, his high IQ is another part that makes him a good fit for us. You have plenty of time left to finish your career that you and I, but uh, what are your thoughts about post-college? A lot of guys I talk to, well, I want to play professional ball, but beyond that, what are you studying and what are you thinking about in the future? Yeah, so actually today was my first day back to class because obviously we were on a road trip. So woke up this morning after getting home last night about 1.30 a.m. <laughs> had to get to class. But um, my major is uh, supply chain and supply chain management, it's called. It's kind of tricky to yep. explain. So uh, uh, if someone wants to know, they should probably just look it up, I guess. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I obviously, like you said, I got a couple more years left, so. Just, you know, taking advantage of that and having, you know, the scholarship to pay for the school to take advantage of graduate programs and, you know, just being able to add some things to the resume, I guess, internships. Uh, Final question. I ask a lot of players, where is your favorite place to play that isn't the McLeod Center in the Valley? Um, I've thought about this before, and I... I'd probably have to say Drake just because of I'm more of a environment guy and over like what the arena looks like. Like I'd rather have a great environment than a nice arena. So like the way that fans travel to Des Moines to watch us and the way Drake brings a lot of fans. I mean, I feel like every time you play there, it's almost sold out. Appreciate your time today. Wish you guys the best of luck. Uh, I think the Valley race is going to be spectacular right now. Seven teams separated by two games, and everybody's got to be knocking heads with each other. You've got to be excited about the prospects for the Panthers. Yeah, for sure. And uh, thanks for having me on. Appreciate your time. That's Nate Heisey, a spectacular guard for the Northern Iowa Panthers. That'll do it for this podcast. I'm Harry Schrader reminding you, since you've been there, make it a better place. We'll see you again real soon.